I'm not going to judge you for getting the jersey or who the jersey is of. I'm going to judge you for how white you look in it compared to the color of that 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 jersey makes your skin pop. It well, is insane. I, we we didn't white balance before we started recording, and it can tell. I am the Ron Swanson to your Amy Pope to your. Oh Leslie yeah, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hate being here, and I love being here. Wait, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Kaufman is the April to my Ron Swanson. I love wait. to be here. You hate to be here, and Kaufman hates everything. Because Ulysses is the Jerry to Kaufman's April. Kaufman, you know, Kaufman, oftentimes, I mean, Kaufman practically uh, makes fun of his deformity. Kaufman is the Rick Flag of our of our of our group. Yeah. It, oh, if this was yes, if this were the Suicide Squad, he would absolutely be the Rick Flag. But because why? he is the leader who doesn't allow fun. Is he though? Yeah. Let's leave the leader part out. Listen to the old we episode. Don't have a He's always trying to bring it home. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but that's because he he had probably had things to do and was ready to get out of here. But that still allows him still taking the reins. That's true. Fine. He gets to be the Rick Flag. These cats are outside of my door fighting and Good. just slamming into the walls. I I'm not like it's like they're having their own WrestleMania match out there. Good. So then, I obviously said you're you're polka dot man, which is awesome because I got yeah, I interdimensional virus that yes. sets people on fire. So then you get to decide who everyone else is if this was a Suicide Squad. Okay, Daryl is. Uh, have, after having seen Daryl in person, well, not in person, but having see, physically seen what his, he looks like, he is definitely King Shark. He is the tank of our group. Yeah. Okay. Not talking Darryl about the wits. Be... I'm talking about the strength. That dude, he's definitely mm-hmm. a big man. So he he's is King, our tank. He's King Shark with a very sharp mind. He's the um. There was a there was a comic book movie of whatever the group was with that had King Shark. Zatanna and John Constantine and all them together. There was a version of him oh, that was really what sharp. What Justice League Dark? Yeah, he was okay, a version of Justice yeah. League Dark. There was a version of him that was sharp. <clears throat> that's who I'm thinking of. That okay. King Shark, the tank okay. that's smart. Uh, Ulysses, Captain Boomerang, because he's always coming back. Wait, oh no, no, I thought we were just go. Oh, yeah, he was in this last Suicide Squad. You're right. He was in both of them, so it works. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to include anything about the first one. Okay, but he was. He, he no, was let, let's let's make him one of the main team members, though. Okay, that, that's the thing, though, because unlike Captain Boomerang, Ulysses does escape death. He does. If he did um, die, then you know. But he's not. You know what? He's Ratcatcher too, because he's the one that brings us all together. Yeah, he is. He does put up with us equally, like with each of our quirks. Yeah. Bless and, you, Ulysses. Bless you. And that would make you Amanda Waller. We all hate you. I I I, it's, I, I do get that vibe for some reason. Like no, I was constantly. good, but you're not. But because you already have one crazy, you can't go crazy and crazy. You can't do Harley Quinn give, and and Polka no, Dot Man. No, no, no. Give me what I want. I'm that other kind of crazy. They're not blood sport. No, I'm that other kind of crazy. So you're the peacemaker then? Yes, I am. 
John Cena. I'm not anywhere near John Cena in any way. Jesus, of course not. Uh, But in terms of temperament and uh, just, uh, unfortunately, behavior, it seems. No, I kid. I kid. I I don't just kill people with swords and I don't have a pet eagle. But I do have a pet with a lot of sass. So I guess that counts, right? The eagle is hugging me. I can't wait for the next season. I hope they get. I, I hope they get some cameos, some more cameos. And well, I, that, I, well, more than anything, you know what I really want to see. I kind of want to see them pull in something like Kite Man. Okay, by the way, Cheeseman, this is not sports that we're talking about here. You know, that I know, we, but we I really hope they bring more Viola Davis because I love Viola Davis. She's just, as, she was born to play Amanda Waller. Wait, wait, wait. As I know that, but do you at this point? If anybody even tuned in to listen to, to us talk about sports, they stopped tuning in because uh, we haven't talked about sports in like a solid five minutes. Oh, we'll, we'll get to it. No, let's let's get to it now. Fine. Spears and Balls podcast. And I'm very angry again. Okay, but uh, you can't find us on Twitter, unfortunately. Cheeseman, where can they find us? We in have created Instagram, people. Yeah, we you have. can find us at beards underscore balls underscore pod. You know you want to. Why so many underscores? I don't know. I, I just I, I just went with one that I hope was safe. I guess the underscores are a thing. I have an underscore. The, the original Twitter for the podcast had an underscore. Ulysses had a, has an underscore. You know, uh, yeah, Ulysses has two underscores actually. That's four. I. No, that's not my math. Whatever. The point is, we're the underscore podcast. We're the Beards and Balls podcast, people. Um, We're coming to you again with one of our weekly episodes. Uh, A lot has happened since the last time I was on with Cheeseman. It was your birthday week last week. It was. No, it was not your birthday week. We don't do birthday weeks. Birthday weeks are for selfish, uh, capitalist pig Americans. We have birthdays. I'm I'm joking, by the way. I know capitalist American pigs. I just don't like the, the selfish idea of making a birthday week. Cheeseman, how was your birthday? What sports related gift did you get? Uh, it's not here yet, but I have a John Morant jersey on the way. I did not know you were a John Morant fan. I loved him in college. And I was fucking was I was I was actually so happy that he was taken second overall because if he went to the Pelicans, his career would be over. But he playing for Memphis, that gives him a chance to fucking thrive. Okay, I'm glad that you brought that in because let's let's I want to talk I want to bring up something that's been talked about all day today. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I'm the person who noticed this because I'm not that person. Uh, as I stated with Daryl, it feels weird talking about sports and not like as a as a journalist it feels weird talking about sports and analyzing sports at all without having the prop the the part of the interviewing people and talking to people and you know what i mean inside of the story yeah it feels well i mean at times at times so i guess i figure the way the way we'll describe our approaches that's not us because that's not us. We don't have that kind of access. But what we are is we're the average sport fan. 
well, not even the average sport fan. We're, we're we know a lot about the sports we love. We're the unaverage sports fan. There is nothing average about us. Yeah, but we but but there is a a large like a just a massive portion of of sports fans that talk about sports like this. You know, you're not coming to us for breaking news. You're coming to us just to hear us talk about sports the way any. Hear me talk about how I gave up Twitter completely. Yeah, because of the Reds. We won't go into detail, but I'll tell you this. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, though. Have we given up on it? I feel a lot better. And I've been way more productive at work than I've ever been. And I'm actually really happy. We'll see. There you go. I don't give a shit about the world news. If something bad happens, I'll put it on my local news. I'm sure I'll find it. But for the most part, I don't care mm-hmm. about what's going on in the world. Because it's all going to hell to, uh, anyway. So what's the point? Oh, stop it. Stop it. Corey Taylor once told me it's all downhill from here. Okay. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Cheeseman. I'm not going to cut it. So why do uh, you make it stop? Because I wanted to see if you would do it. Well, I did. I'm just happy that it worked. Okay, so here's my thing. I was going to do it at some point during the show. I just I just figured I, I got anxious. So it worked. But now that I know it works, you know, we're not going to tell you what we're doing. You'll just have to guess. I want you to imagine what we're doing and be as gutterish as possible. Please don't. Please don't. He, by I the want way, eye contact you. By the way, Cheeseman is currently wearing uh, his bright, bright green Boston Celtics jersey. Who's, uh, whose jersey is it? Because I can't see the number. Gordon Hayward. Oh, ooh. Oh, gee. I love how white everything about you and that jersey is right now. I you, got it. I, so I got it before they drafted Tatum. Okay. Well, that, that's fine. Look, it's I'm not going to judge you for getting a jersey or who the jersey is of. I'm going to judge you for how white you look in it compared to the color of that. That, that jersey makes your skin pop. It well, is insane. I, we, we didn't white balance before we started recording, and it can tell. I should have gotten well, a piece of paper up. Yeah, you should. You know, that's fine. That's fine. I actually like the idea. I, I, again, it makes you pop. Yeah, you're, you're the person here with flavor. Remember, you you're part Italian. I how am. how big how much of a part Italian are you? Um, I mean, based off of ha- absolutely no understanding of genealogy and everything, based off I'm literally just basically off of my four grandparents. So that'll be twenty five percent. Okay, twenty five percent Italian, fifty percent Irish. So. Well, that's interesting. By the way, I'm, let's get back to John Moran because I, I, there's something interesting that's been talked about today, as I said earlier. Uh, the fact that the Grizzlies without John Moran, have you seen their record? I have not. Is it good? Well, what do you think it is? Tell, tell me what you would think. Uh, do you think it's good or bad? Yeah, because I, I, I could not give you a solid number. Without him, but I'm going to go. what you know about the team, what do you think that not don't don't give me a solid yeah don't definitely not a solid. And we'll go with it's still good without him okay so now i want to ask you because they're still a good team but he just carries them to a top he puts them over the edge he's that elite guy right you know yeah every every team has one uh it's like luca yeah they're a great so, team and then luca just makes them phenomenal so on a scale of like one to ten how good do you think it is? 
Without him? Without him. I'm going to go with Lucky Seven. They are 15 and two without John Morant. They are 15 and two? Yes. They've only lost two games without him. Now. And they, by the way, they beat the Nets. Uh, they beat the Nets even with Kyrie dropping 40 on them. Okay. So and, that, so and, that was, with, and, with, and without John Morant. So that was going to be my question is okay, but of those 17 games, who have they played? Like, was it a 17 game stretch against the Lakers? Was it 17 straight against the Lakers? Or was it actual opponents? Well, they just beat the Nets. So, yeah, there's just that question of, yes. And, oh, by, you have two, way, of the, the the way, two of the top five players on wait, your starting roster. Also, again, like I said, Kyrie went for 40, but Durant also went for 35. Yeah. So, two of the top five players in the league on one team. Which is extremely impressive because, I mean, the idea that they can – that they are that good against someone without their absolute best guy, the mega undeniable megastar. And, and Jesus Christ, when he is up for his contract, I, I hope he never leaves Memphis. I don't either. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to be in cap hell. No, no, they, 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 but put- Hey, look, they are going to move the, the, the heavens and the earths to keep him. Here's here's the thing why that's better. NBA cap hell is better than NFL cap hell. So you're only paying 10 guys. And you're really yes. only paying three guys, at most two to three guys. Mm-hmm. And everyone else, everyone else can you can fill in easily because it's a small, it's a small team sport, you know? You know, that's well, why it, you don't it, that's it why really it's so hard depends. to get in because it's only like 10 to 12 people on a team. Absolutely. And I think part of the other thing is that it, it's just one, it really depends on how you're building a team. I think on mm-hmm. how because I like what you said. Yeah, you you fill in the thing. It's just a matter of how well you're able to fill in the, those spots. It seems like the Grizzlies, for the most part, have done a really good job of that. I feel I like guess. the Grizzlies have always you know? been on the verge of being great. They just never had the timing right. Um, I feel like this could they could start. Get well, I mean, I remember when they beat when they beat my San Antonio Spurs and we were I think we were better we were supposed to be better than they were and they was this in the, the first was this in the play in tournament yeah, they last beat, year? no 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 this is years ago years okay. ago when they had like Zach Randolph on the team and ah big Zach um it was Mike Connolly on the team no not yet I miss Zach uh, Randolph and his headband wearing days right uh but but I remember that they knocked out the Spurs and that's what, what, you know, and they, they were, they, they've been in Western conference finals. It's just, they were never, they were never quite good enough to get over the hump. I, they've never had as far as, as far back as I can remember. And I, again, I obviously, this is the most I've ever talked NBA on this podcast, but Um, you do, but she seems like you're into the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm into because uh, of John Morant because <laughs> yeah, I go. fucking love the dude. But even back in their Vancouver days when they were in Vancouver, I can't honestly God think of. And I'm thinking back to when I was playing NBA Street and they were oh still God. the Vancouver Grizzlies because they were still in Vancouver at that time when I came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, they never had every every franchise except the Grizzlies. I feel like has had their guy. Like when you're when you're putting out to a team, it's like. When you say like when you say Portland Trailblazers, first thing that come to mind, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, 
but but mm-hmm. when you bring up Memphis or Vancouver Grizzlies, you go, uh they never had their mega star guy. This this is their guy. So we get to watch their first ever franchise superstar play out his his career. And this is something that's pretty cool. I mean because even before with the Heat, like like for the like for example with the Heat, like before Dwayne Wade, let's face it, their franchise guy was Alonzo Mourning. So when they had, and I, it's funny, it's think about this is how this is the kind of team that the Grizzlies have been, had been at a time at one point where in 1991, um, their first overall pick, their first round pick, because they were picking second, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Uh, their first pick was Steve uh, Francis and he was, he was great. He was a really, really good uh, guard point guard uh, out of Maryland. And he came out as a junior and he never played one minute for them because he refused to go up to Vancouver. He had a, just a, a, a debacle of a, press conference when he arrived there about how he didn't want to be there and and then they had they ended up trading him to Houston to Houston yeah yeah okay yeah. I'll just say that name is so familiar why is that name so familiar is it because he was a because he was in the league when T-Mac was in the league and they were like kind of yes. a big deal so, together so so actually no he wasn't because he played with Yao and then he's the one that they traded to get T-Mac you're right the switch Houston and Orlando Yes, and eventually, though he, I guess Orlando, eh, Jesus Christ, uh, he was an episode of Crime and Sports that I just recently listened to. So this T. is Francis or, or T Mac? C Francis. I was gonna say T Mac. Uh, T Mac. He seemed like the most clean cut guy in no, the no, world. No, 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 not T Mac. No, not T Mac. Uh, Steve Francis. So I know. So well, they went through all of this stuff when he was traded and things. So I, it's fresh in my mind. Okay. Uh, but and I and now, of course, this part isn't, but eventually he did end up getting re signed by Houston, like after that. But like he was really good with Yao, like the dude averaged almost 20 points several for like several seasons as a point guard. I mean, it was pretty impressive. And and like he, you know, and about six or seven assists and a, about eight or nine re, or six, maybe six or seven rebounds. So I mean, he, he was a really good player. It's just, you know, uh, but but anyways, the, the point is he he. He refused to play for the Grizzlies and never did. And even later on, when they, I think when they tried to get him again, he still said no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who the hell thought, you know what's a good idea? Let's have an NBA franchise in fucking Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver, Quebec, Canada. I mean, it's funny because it's it's like there, I understand having a team in, in Canada, but Vancouver is just not the place to do that. No. No, you Toronto's, maybe, the, Toronto's the perfect spot for a team. Yeah, I mean, do you think Montreal could get away with it? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, those Mon- are the two. Mon- those are the two. Maybe even I would even say Edmonton, just because it, of the history it would of be nice. So it would be nice, like if the NBA did expand that they did put one into uh, into Montreal. Montreal, I think it would be really cool there. Seattle. What, oh man, one of these days. They got rid of. They got rid of Supersonics back. No, 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 no. So, so, so let's save this. Put a pin in it. Can you make literally make a note? Because this is something I do want to do. Uh, you, me, and we'll get Daryl for this because he's really a good at, man. It would be really fun if, if all of the entire if all of us could get together uh, and just pitch like 
let's talk about what it would be like to see league expansion in general. We could either do it like in, in general thing, or we can focus in on one league and then do it on another league, like the NFL. Like what, what, how would it expand? What would it be like? How, what, what kind of, uh, what would the like possible teams be? We're not talking like the, the actual business side of things. Cause that's boring. And that who the, I don't want to know about that, but I, I think it would be fun to go ahead and do it. Uh, I'm, just, I'm pulling it in. I'm pulling it in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just some kind of uh, let's, let's see what it would be like. Let's come up with, let's come up with locations and teams and, 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 what it would be like if, hey, if, if this happened like right now and possibly like with Daryl, we could even and, you know, with myself and with you, we can figure out um, who could possibly end up in some kind of a draft that, and where they could end up going. I think that would be really fun. It would be a nice little project to put together. What do you think about that? That would be fantastic because I want to talk about how how the super signs need to come back because first off those so do I by the way so do I because that that's um I had that thought you spoke it but I had that thought and that's when all of that just hit me where it's like oh we need to just think about that uh about about doing that kind of an episode but anyways let's let's move from the NBA um also real quick the other big thing in the NBA is Kyrie can play can. Because it's almost how far away away are the playoffs? No, 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 no. I know that, and we know that that we know that they lobbied. They they literally paid someone eighteen thousand dollars to lobby for the mayor for that. Yeah. There is there is photograph. There is like actual you know paper trail evidence letters saying that they did it. Yeah, that they paid eighteen thousand dollars to someone to go lobby for them. Yeah. For, for that. So let's that's just, you know, the, the, but the point is let's not, I don't want to get into details because that's just not, a, honestly, I just don't want, I, I don't have the bandwidth. I'm having fun doing the talking about sports the way we were before we yeah. brought up Kyrie. So you brought him up. I did, but I know, I just, I know. I just wanted to put a pin in that so that we know you brought this we, on yourself. I did, but I, all, I, it's something that happened today and we can't ignore that it happened. That's all. Um, let's just move aside. Also, I drafted Joey Votto. Yeah, you did. That was the smartest decision you ever made. And We're then, gonna suck for years. Wait, and then I inadvertently, thanks to autocorrect, created just uh, you. You talk, Joey Bottom. You you talk while I look up this text about this thing that that incidentally happened and how I'm going to make this a reality. Just keep talking. So he was texting our group chat. He was, he, Coffin, and I think Ulysses, all three of them are doing uh, fantasy baseball. I made that mistake once. Of I did, I did that. I paid attention for three days and forgot all about it until I got a reminder that says, hey, you're out of the playoffs. I'm like, oh, so, shit, I did fantasy wait, so baseball. Wait, so wait, so everyone else is doing fantasy baseball? I, was it just you who was sending all it's those lives? No, no, it's just me. It's okay, just then, me. Then, then never mind. I thought no, no, Coffin no. and Ulysses sent, sent so, ones also. Back when I was working for a, a newspaper, my editor, he's a big sports guy. Like he, he's a, he's a massive baseball fan. Dude's in his, is in his mid to late forties or mid forties. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the guy that way. He's in his mid forties. He's great for it. A good man, beer connoisseur, one over fuck. 300 beer, different beers. He's a cool dude, but um, he's a hardcore baseball guy. He, he loves it. He's a Yankees fan too. And he embraces it. 
embraces the hate. Like, but he's a, he's also a very smart man and not one of those obnoxious Yankees fans. One day, Cheeseman, I'm going to do something with him about baseball. Okay. And you will listen, to, and 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 it's just going to be him and I at first, because I think I, I want to hold off on you for a second. You're you're a lot, you're a lot. Uh, I am. Also, I, am. I just kind of. I take me doses. Also, more than anything, I just kind of I, I want to talk baseball with him. Uh, but uh, he asked, you know, if I wanted to join a league, and I said, sure, let's do it. You know, why not? And so I'm in his uh, in his fantasy in their fantasy baseball league. Uh, and we've been having over the last several days, it's still going. It's not done yet. We've been having kidding? our draft. Well, we're all in different locations and everybody's got different things going on and on different time. You just, figure you know. it out. That's not the way it works in fantasy football. No, yeah, you guess what? You don't you know, you have, guess what? You hey, guess one what? day and that's it. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because that's not what that's not what fantasy baseball is, buddy. You know that. Look at how many look at how many players I'm having to draft. I'm not done. No, good God. Anyways, at one point, you I said you want to draft Marcelo Zuna. I said, you want to draft that woman beater? I didn't say that. He was on there and I was like, so I got no, 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 buddy, 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 buddy. I didn't make the, that. I, I was going by what I looked at the ranking and their stats. That's just set on. That's all the players available. Uh-huh. That was not. But trust me, that dude did not has not or did not for a long time get picked at all. Somebody yeah. finally gave in and did it, uh, which, you know, unfortunately, but yeah, that sucked. That really does suck. I, I don't, I don't want to talk about him either. So let's talk about this thing that I stumbled into though, because I think I'm, I'm trying to look it up. So talk a little bit about Joey Votto for a second. So Joey Votto is the greatest baseball player of all time. It's an undisputed fact that Joey Votto invented baseball. He, he actually threw the first, 17 perfect games in, in, in Major League Baseball history. He's the first one to hit a thousand home runs, and he's just fantastic. Yes, I'm just kidding, but no, Joey Botto, um, career baseman for the Cincinnati Reds, who won, won so one real, league. Okay, MVP. so okay, two. we're done. We're done now. I'm, now that I get, I'm, I'm giving you real stats. I know, but now that I'm look, dude, I know, but we, you, you're going to. I know about I know more about Joey Votto than I need to because of you. You're welcome. I don't want to know anymore. All he right? just now joined Instagram, and, and, and I made wait, sure these guys knew it. And I drafted him in this league. So shut up. I did you a solid. Also, I mean, why not? He was a prime. He was a good pick for when I took him. Uh, but anyways, later on, I took a picture. His name was I. I, I always have a. I have always have a hard time saying his name. He's uh, the Astros pitcher, Valdez. Valdez. Okay. Do you know his first name? Marquez Valdez Scantling? No, no, no. Valdez. I'm going to spell it for you and you tell me what you think it is or okay. how it's pronounced. F R A M B E R. Give it to me one more time, please. F as in Frank. Okay. R as in Ralph. A as in Anthony. M as in Mark. Kez, B as in Bear, E as in Ernie Johnson, R as in Ricky Rubio. From Bear. From Bear. Okay. So autocorrect changed his name to something else. And I want you to, what could From Bear be turned into? 
Do you have it so explicit autocorrect design so it doesn't say ducking? No, no. It, it, the, the point is, is that it just changed it to what, because that's, it's just, is that's it flambe? Did you change it to flambe? No, it changed it to cranberry. <laughs> so the, the name that I was about mm-hmm. to send in the email to, to make the pick was going to be Cranberry Valdez. <laughs> uh, I mentioned to that, to my, my, um, my, um, my buddy, Mike, how he sounds like the kind of guy who was a minor leaguer <laughs> that uh, he was a minor league lifer that had one or two stints in the bigs. And then he came back at me with, yeah, he's like a five, four. He's like a, yeah, as a pitcher, he's a five, four, I guess in height, uh, 145 pound second baseman that hits five doubles a year, but is a great fielder. So <laughs> cranberry Valdez. That's because it's I'm telling you, dude, that is so minor league. Like, like that is a name that I expect someone to have in bull Durham. You know what I mean? This is by the way, cranberry. (laughs) By the way, these are man. I shouldn't do this. I'll I'll save it for after. I'll save it for after. Um, Back for how he came up with the name cranberry. So that's what I'm waiting for with Kaufman because Kaufman, uh, (laughs) because I have an idea and I need to to tell Kaufman because the one thing that Kaufman and I like to do, I don't know if I, I don't know if we've ever told you about it. Do you know what MFW is? Motherfucking wrestling. No, it's called McDonough Family Wrestling. Uh, And it is something that Kaufman and I created several years ago. And it has existed and it is still exists and it is existing now currently as I'm rebuilding it in 2K22. But it is something we literally created an an entire roster of wrestlers. Uh, Does it ever go up against fuck wrestling? It there there were there were plans at times for that to happen it was going to go up against that and w steve w the, but but it never it, it things happened and it wasn't able to happen unfortunately oh. the problem was that, the, that also part of it's hard to do that when the servers for 2k19 are dead so kaufman and, start I, them over. kaufman and i no we don't have to because we have 2k22 the point is i'm remaking it anyways it's this whole fake not fake it's it's a wrestling thing that exists in uh, the video Create game a franchise. Yes, Kaufman and I have created an entire roster of made-up wrestlers that we have given backstories to from fresh. We're talking like like families of people. The reason it's called McDonough Family Wrestling is because it centers around an entire group, an entire family of wrestlers and everybody who exists in their thing. It's fucking great. Steven Larson are in it as 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 steve and as larson they're they, uh, great things have happened there are so many like you don't understand cheese we started doing this in like 2016 maybe 2015 no 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 maybe maybe 2017 ish i'll say right and it's carried over since then so nothing but more lore has been added over time so kaufman and i have talked about possibly like creating a bible for it which is like just a history and kind of the rules of this universe and possibly doing something with it because it's fun it's a, it's a real we fun need concept a fuck wrestling invasion. but now i didn't realize how badly i needed you to be in this and ulysses i have never we've never added you guys or ourselves i'm never gonna add I myself am or himself uh, brian zane okay. Danhausen. We, we, so so real quick we have a character 
His name is Watts Peppers. Watts mm-hmm. Peppers in this fictional universe, and this is a great one. Kaufman created him. He is a retired uh, defensive lineman. Think Warren Sapp. He's a oh, pro, yeah. he's a pro football Hall of Famer who owns a car dealership, a used car dealership. Uh, no, no, not a used car, a, just a regular car dealership because he's a good guy. Everybody loves the dude. He was great. Like I said, Hall of Famer. He's got a gold jacket. And he used to play for the, he was drafted by the Carolina Panthers. So he played in Carolina uh, for his entire career, never won a championship, but again, hall of fame really. It's like we made Warren Sapp if he became a wrestler, but without all the other stuff off the field, because he's a good, wholesome man. And, and that's, that's the kind of characters that we're talking. Okay. And then his rival is a dude who is a sleazy used car salesman who had, (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't understand because this guy's name is J.W. Crawford and he's the most evil person who's ever existed. But this is not sports. We're, I'm going to stop with this. I'm going to stop with this. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. This is It'd not sports. It'd be so sports. cool if in WWE 2K25, you can make your own commercials. This is just like, fake. Re- like, we'll be right back after this commercial break and then you can have your creative wrestler in the commercial. We just, I don't understand. Oh, because of, because of, uh, of, uh, Cranberry Valdez, <laughs> who will now be a character in that. So the, the, so going back to the, how I got there in that universe, Kaufman created this guy and motherfucker. Did I hate him? I just did not like the character. I hated him. Uh, he made this guy. He used to be like a, he was like a former baseball player who was not great at baseball. And his name was Rob Robinson. And if I'm correct, he was a Reds player. <laughs> I, that's I'm who correct, you were talking about a... in the text. Yes. That's who we were talking about. Okay. okay. It's full circle. So there you go. So in the group chat. So, he... oh my God, I can, I'm thinking about all of this and I'm losing my shit in my own head here. Um, Rob Robinson was just a guy who the character fucking sucked, but at the same time, it, that's the charm of him. So uh, the the whole point is like eventually he came. Somehow there were like several different versions of him that existed within the same time, uh, and they all wrestled at some point. And then this later like, on, this like wait, the flashpoint. Wait, and then later on, at, at the, to end his life because it, he's canonically dead although we, he might not be because they never found his body so what happened is uh, when we went from one game to another and had to restart the roster in our the, in our little head cannon uh, that other guy that i talked about the evil used car salesman guy lit the place on fire and everybody in the roster some of them died in other words the characters we didn't really care about in that game that we were not going to remake in the new one so that's how we wrote them off and that's how we wrote off rob robinson that he died in a fire but they never found his body so you know, there's hints that he possibly could be these other people that have been wrestling. So I'm going to bring him in as Cranberry Valdez. I'm good. It's a good thing you talk, you and Daryl already covered all the NFL stuff um, in the earlier podcast because we're not getting to it. That's why. Well, we don't we don't have to get. I, I didn't want to talk about. I wasn't going to talk about the stuff that happened that we talked about on the last one. Yeah, I know. That's a good I thing. Wanted to, I wanted to talk about some very specific NFL things with you, like very specific NFL things that pertain to Patrick Cheeseman. Because, and so we're moving on from the MFW stuff. We'll, I want to talk a little bit more about that universe with you because I think you're going to get a kick out of it afterwards. Got my, my guy pose right there. Look at that. I'm going to take a still shot and that's going to be the first image that goes on our Instagram. <laughs> okay that that's what's happening of course it is uh you've given me gold once again 
You're welcome. But, but to our two followers. Hey, that's fine. We'll we'll see what happens. It it's us. It's us. We're our followers. We're our followers. Don't worry. We, but we haven't even talked about the damn thing, buddy. How are people even supposed to know that it exists? We did at the start of the show. Yeah, but they haven't listened to it right. We, you, you've I'm at a loss for words. You coming down off your trip yet? No, I'm totally off of it. Or I'm, okay. I'm not off of it. I've just leveled out to where my the marijuana was just a slight bit stronger than I expected, and I'm coming down from it. Uh, I'm I've hit a nice um, plateau. Level. Yes, there you go. It's a nice plateau where I can, you know, converse with you at the same time. It is what it is. What can you do? Anyways, I had some very specific things I wanted to ask you because with free agency and all this stuff going on, the Bengals have made, have done quite a bit of things. Just tell us what they've done. So, and how you feel about them. They finally addressed the offensive line with three big names. Let's talk about, first off, we got the center, Ted Karras, coming to you out of the Patriots scheme, which first off, if you're an offensive lineman for the Patriots, you're usually you're usually really good. You don't they don't suffer they don't accept mid. So no, they do not. And apparently they wanted to try to keep him and they offered him money, but they but they were like, nah. He was like, nah, I'm gonna go over here instead. And Bill Belichick was not gonna give them praise for everything that he's done for the team. Talk about the balance got a good one. So first we got a good center now. And as a result, we cut Trey Hopkins, who he was good, and he. The main thing was he was like for the first half of the season, he was coming off of an injury, and that just messed him up. The second half, he started to light it up, so he'll find a roster spot. Um, but we needed that upgrade, and this is that. Then, okay. because Tom Brady decided to come back, you dingus. Um, Ryan Jensen decided to stay in Tampa Bay, you dingus. But we got Alex Kappa, who. Oh, fun fact, uh, Ted Karras is, I think it's his uncle, I think it's his uncle, is Alex Karras. Also, okay. Mongo from Blazing Saddles. Yes. Oh, my God. We're not, no, 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 keep I going just wanted because... to throw it in there because Blazing Saddles is fucking awesome. But, but, but you know five. what's going to happen? Wait, wait, but you know what's going to happen? We're going to start talking about it and we're never going to get back to the bank. Yeah, I'd be keep totally going. okay with it if we start talking Blazing Saddles podcast. No, but just. You're, you're okay. not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I hate that you're not wrong. <laughs> but keep telling me about your offensive line. So then they bring in. I want to get this position right here. So give me a moment. Okay. Uh, look, and while you're doing that, I, I just have to say my biggest worry. And, and actually, no, I told I kept telling you, you were the one who was extremely worried. But I I I mean, you were worried that the Bengals weren't going to be proactive. I saw yeah. your tweet. I saw your Twitter with before, you know, before you saw the archives. I've seen the archives. But as I said, as I told you then, and I will tell you now, they were going, they were going to address that. I felt that the, the ba- I know I joke about the Bengals and their cheapness and all of that, but I think they just went to the Super Bowl, and Joe Burrow is the darling of the NFL. 
he is him, him and Josh Allen have done this, this set last season in terms of quarterbacks did nothing but make themselves just more lovable. Didn't they? Yeah, they really did. Because don't, you can't look me in the eye Cheeseman and tell me that you do not like Josh Allen. You can say oh, you don't I like never, Pat- I never was, no, no, I've never been against wait, wait, Josh. Wait. Josh Allen is a fucking stud. So no, no, no. But but what I mean is, uh, I'm sure there's quarterbacks in the league that if even if they're good, you just don't like them. But he's not one of them because he's very likable. You know? Burrow or Allen? <laughs> well, both of them, but Allen specifically. Oh, not yeah. your not your quarterback. You know what the I say, mean? The same, the same with Lamar Jackson. The same with Justin Herbert. They're fucking great. I, I can't well, hate them. I agree. I agree. I hate their fans, but I don't hate them. No, no, Bills fans. Bills fans are dope. Bills fans, because Bills fans have suffered. That's why. Because it's like Lions fans. You don't hate Lions fans, even though they are they play in your division, do you? Nope. Because right, they right, suffer, right. and right, you. So, wait, okay. All right, so we're back. So. Yeah. At right guard, they signed Alex Kappa, who Super Bowl champion with the Bucks, a PFF grade of seventy four point two, which is mm-hmm. really good. Look for, for an offensive line, you're never unless you're Trent Williams, Tristan Wirfs, or, or Rashawn Slater, you're never going to get in the nineties. Most likely, you just need to be good enough, and that's what he is. He's not, he's not good enough. He's great, and then then the big one. The big fish, the new bodyguard. This is what you're who, very happy about. Oh, I'm fucking excited because I know because he was. You can attest he's good. I know he is, but okay. So, so real quick before you talk about him, okay, say his name first of all, and then let me tell you something about him that I that Lyle I Collins. So this is what I find fascinating about my fellow Dallas fans that I don't exactly understand, but that I can't say. I can't say for sure if I've ever, if it's ever come out of my mouth where it's like, he's a really good player and he's really good at what he does. But for some reason, for some reason, Dallas, uh, there's a, there are a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans like myself, but also not like myself because yes, I am like, I am a Dallas Cowboys fan, but I don't agree with this idea where they just don't like him. They, for some reason, he's not good enough and he has not been for a long time. There's just this really, 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 they don't like him. And I don't understand why exactly, but I'm pretty sure for him, Hey, fuck him. He's going to get paid. He's going to play well. He's playing for a team that <laughs> you have something that Dallas, that the Dallas Cowboys haven't had in a long time. You have a good playoff run. So mm-hmm. he's going from a team that chokes every season no matter how good they are. And usually their record is inflated because they play in a division. That's not good. At least for the last, what, how long has this division not been that good? I mean, the Eagles did win the Super Bowl a few years ago, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, um, it's it, usually it, one it, team it is really good. Long, it hasn't been as long as you think, but that'd be but it's been a while. But there used to be days when people referred to it's like, oh, the, the NFC East is like the, the toughest division in the, and now, and it hasn't been in a long time. It's it's been a few years. That's that's my point. That's why it doesn't feel like it used to. Uh, but the Cowboys are are that team that it it they're paper champ. They're they're not even paper champions. They're paper playoff team, right? Yeah, barely. They 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 barely get in when they shouldn't. They lose games that they shouldn't. They can't 
beat good teams, but they can get a good record because they beat a bunch of bad ones. Here's here's what I here's but, my wait th- real quick. Let me finish just because I'm gonna. This is gonna lead back to you, anyways. Um, he's going from that to a team that is now it, everybody that they're bringing back that was in this Super Bowl is yeah. going to have the experience of having done what they've done. Mm-hmm. Even if they lost, the experience is so incredibly valuable. Yeah, I. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to start throwing out names like Dan Marino anymore, or uh, unfortunately, at least uh, up until now, Russell Wilson, where it's like, he's gone to the two and then never, or or Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't been back to one, Uh but (sighs) the thing about it, it's just, that team is so poised to to just be winners in the future for a long time he's going to a much better situation Mm -hmm. and you guys are going to appreciate the absolute fuck out of him i can already tell because you guys are already and he hasn't even played a snap for you so my thing is let's 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 go but let's let's reset the free agency clock back back to the beginning back to march 15th no because technically it's Technically, start on March 16th, but it was really that Monday, March 14th. So let's add back this, to March 13th. Was this, um, was this uh, PTH or or PRTH? Ask me what that means. Pre Tom, no, you're you're close because of the the pre 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 tampering. No. P T H or P R T H pre T H. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah. Twitter handle pre Twitter oh. handle or post Twitter handle pre pre okay. Twitter handle. Okay. Pre Twitter. I kept thinking Tom gonna, Brady. I'm like, that's how I'm going to. Are delineate. you still high? It's Tom Brady, not Tom Haiti. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Tom Haiti. Uh, write that name down because uh, I might want to create that. I want to save that name. I might create something like that. Okay. Um, but Oh my God, I already have enough. I had, well, I'm going to have to move away from the hard stereotype that popped into my head. Uh, Please do. It was, it, was, it was a James, James Bond character. Um, so I'm, I'm resetting the clock here. Like before, before noon, Monday, March 14th. So let's call it, let's say like, uh, by like Sunday, the uh thir- Sunday March thirteenth. Okay. Let's say the the Cowboys instead of trying to trade Lock Collins, they just say fuck it, let's just cut and run. If they done that, and you're looking at the top offensive line free agents, he's the second best one on the on available. How Aaron Armstead is hands down the the best wait. offensive lineman available. I, I have to interject because. <sighs> Because this is something that I, I I do know a little bit about, and I have an opinion about because of the Cowboys, um, mm-hmm. and I don't often talk about I don't, I try not to talk about the Cowboys. You know I make an effort to not talk about the Cowboys when they suck, one, but when they're great, wait, you can't shut up. Yes. Oh no, no. Well, so here's the thing, but you know that I know that they're not good. We all know that. I you know, watch but the you, film. Wait, but you know that I, I am a Cowboys fan who's aware of it. I really just like playing into the idea of being an obnoxious Cowboy fan. It's fun. It's the way that you play into being you at times. Yep. Okay. So you understand me is what I'm saying. You and I, I'm looking at you. 
I'm looking at you. Look back at me. I want eye contact. You and I. Why are you not? You're not looking at me. Oh, I'm looking, looking off to the side. Looking at the screen. There you go. I see you and I know you. are you. looking everywhere but in my face. <laughs> oh, you're, like, you're like, here, look at me. I, He's I looking. He, for those of you that aren't watching because you can't, he was looking down <laughs> at the bottom left corner saying, look, trying to do the Robert De Niro uh, finger eyes. Up. Look at me. Look at me. Like, dude, I, I'm looking at you. It's you who's not uh, looking at me. I'm over here. <laughs> there. Am I, am I looking at you finally? I'm over I'm here. I'm looking at the green dot. I'm over here now. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You get who that, you know who that was, right? Yeah, Dice Clay. Okay, good, good. Have you ever seen his Instagram? You should see his Instagram. It is amazing. <laughs> it's the most is ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing because it's like a person that ridiculous walks the earth. But. Well, no, I want to I just get back because. Well, I was going to say, I, I was going to say that thing about the Cowboys. I forgot, but I'll bring it up after. But so you don't think Lyle Collins is that good? No, I do think he's that good. What I so I'm glad because I I had actually forgotten my thought because we got distracted. I got distracted. But to go back to it now that I remembered it, I was of the mind because there were I, there were talks at, at that time that you're that time period you're talking about mm-hmm. where why don't release someone like that take at the very least look at the offers you're getting Mm -hmm. i understand you want something better but anything is better than nothing right and i that's what i same thing with with what they did with amari cooper any it's not what they gave up to get him i understand that but if they had cut him and he was just a free agent and they got nothing out of it. Right. After paying him like $52 million, it would have sucked, but at least they got something. Again, it's not a good deal, but, but they it's still, something. But it's something. With Lyle Collins, they got diddly squat other than cap space. And for what? They're not going to get Bobby Wagner. I mean, I hope they. I hope they do, because I don't want him to go to the Ravens. The point is, they're not going to get him because he's he he is said that they are not on his like priority list. You know, damn that, and that's fine because I get why it sucks. You know, for because someone like Mark Micah Parsons could learn so much from someone like him, but it's just. They, they, they haven't made. They have had a really bad off season, mm-hmm. as a, so far, if, at least with free agency, as opposed to the Bengals, who have done a really, really good job, and they have been aggressive. and And you know what? You have the cap space. Why? Because and this is the this is the fundamental difference between these two teams is that Dallas is tangled up, all tangled up. Yes, they're gonna they, they paid Dak, and it's a lot, and it eats up a lot. But they're paying so much money to Zeke that that's, should not be. And paid. that's the thing. And and I think that's why Joe Mixon's second deal was a perfect one because it's not an obscene amount. It's literally like, I feel how much like, is it? Um, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Okay. But uh, that's the thing because, but and that's the main difference between the two is Zeke has performed, but we talked about this before. I feel like his. Mm-hmm. 
performance has been on a decline, a slow but still steady decline. And Joe Mixon, he's still going, and he's now about he's had like two a thousand yard rushing seasons behind bad offensive lines. And now you're going to have these three guys plus Jonah Williams plus maybe Jackson Carmen or maybe someone else. Okay. So this is so his contract is a four year. It was a four year, forty eight million dollars. See, that's four that's, year, forty eight million. That's that is that uh, is like that is that is the perfect amount for a good running back. For, yeah, no, not good. Well, he's so, not good for a great running back. And well, and then here's the opposite to that. The flip to that. Zeke Elliott's is was six years, ninety million. See, that's for a running wait, back. Wait, 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 with fifty million guaranteed, and that is the worst part. Here's the the the, the difference. More than here. half of wait, that guaranteed. The difference here. Here's the difference here. Ten million is guaranteed to Joe Mixon. Yeah, ten. Nobody in the league is going to want that contract unless I can. If I were Dallas, there's only one team that I would be calling up trying to trade him to. Uh, possibly, well, because they're desperate for they're because they're they they are who they are. I would try trading him to the Jets. Yeah, I mean because the Jets seem like they're desperate. They always do, uh, and that's not for any specific reason. I would say the Jaguars because they're they I mean they need they want they they want to put things around. Trevor Lawrence, that they yeah, but is, James James Robinson is uh, he? They don't need him. James, I, that's Robinson my point. Good. That's what I was gonna say. He's and if really, really good. And if his career isn't over from the list Frank injury, he's gonna be good too. This is and this is my whole point about that. With like with the Jaguars, is like at one time they would have been a team. I would have said that about I, yeah. the only other the only other team I could possibly say, hey, would you consider it? Is maybe the Lions because the Lions are not playing a short term game right now. That is a team that is playing a we are we are literally building from the ground up. This is like the most legit rebuild I've ever seen from the Lions. It was like, oh shit, like they're they deconstructed that team. And J- Jared Goff is literally they're just gonna that contract's just gonna get um it's easier gonna to get, get rid eaten of. up. It's gonna get easy to get rid of. I think if I'm correct, if they get rid of him next year, it's like it's 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 nothing. It's the the following year that is where it's just a massive hit for for them. I think you're right. We talked about that on the free agency episode, I believe. Um, um, when we were talking about team, why well, I brought out my wheel because Jared Jared Goff's conscious. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I want the <laughs> wheel again. No, I'm not reacting to the wheel. I'm reacting to this stupid number, this this nine-figure number of guaranteed money for Jared Goff. How much how much is left on his contract? How many years left? I don't know how much. So so he signed a four-year contract. But that was and that was when he was with, with LA. With LA. Which is let's look at it. He is so he it, it goes through 2024. Okay, so two seasons. So they can cut him after next season because you got so, two stacked quarterback class. Well, here's the thing, though. Potential cut, it, like his potential out is, is in 2023 for him because mm-hmm. you're looking, his base salary in 2022 is $10 million. 
2023, it's 20. Shit, you got to get rid of them now. You have to bite the bullet. Well, they as long as they as long, they 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 have to cut him before the start of next league season, which would be next March, essentially. Okay, so they got, okay, so yeah, so then so so, so they they play him out through the year. They play him out through the year, and then they cut, cut him in January. Exactly. There and you go. and they and they only have to get rid of you know ten million. And that's nothing in the NFL. That's nothing. I mean, it, it's not. It, it, it's like I, I would, uh, yeah. But but that's his base salary. We got so, off. We we got we got lost here. So back to the Bengals. Well, yeah, but we're talking about. I mean, I don't know if we got lost. We just because we just went everywhere. But but bringing it back. But contracts are important. So I know, and Lyle Collins. The, yeah, I, I just. The funniest thing before I gave up Twitter was like there was like a bunch of shit ton of Ravens fans talking about like oh Bengals are just Bengals are fucked now. Kill if you gave that much money to that guy. It's like, dude, have you never seen him play? Well, and what's their answer for that? Yeah, what's your who's your offensive line? You got nothing because because the Ravens are not as great of a team as they once were. At, at no, so that's just the that's just now. Whining for whining. Now they could be different after the draft. Who knows? I feel it could be different after a draft, though. I know that's I, I, that's why I've been saying. Except for Houston, listen, that's why I've been saying consistently. Don't be surprised by Houston. They you never know. You never know. You never know. They have picks now. Now that they traded Deshaun away. Can I? Can I? Can I talk about that for a second? Oh, do we have? Why to the because... Ve- No, not just the. Okay, hit. It's okay. why the Vegas odds. Had the Bengals at worse odds to win the Super Bowl than the Browns? That makes no sense. So, so wait, 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 wait. Because theoretically, on paper, on paper, the offenses probably match up really well in terms of quality. Wait, yeah. Both have great running backs, great quarterback, great weapons. Yeah. Okay. But. This is the difference. And your defense is good. Theirs is better. That's the only difference. Yeah, but and we watched wait, how wait, they wait, performed wait. last but season. That's, wait, but that, I understand that. But uh, that's why I said on paper. Yeah. Okay. But also, don't fucking ever deny Vegas. Vegas, they know things. Like, they know people. Like, they know people in those organizations that will talk to them. Because money 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 so you didn't say money money so so what so because they hired wait my point is is that those are the odds now as i was telling daryl and i've been saying consistently throughout this whole time i'm not going to make any kind of final judgment heading into a season about a team until after the draft until literally after the preseason i I think that's what we're going to have to do when we get around to the NFL season, we're not Rich Eisen because Rich Eisen fucking of... nailed it on that. The Bengals get no respect. They just won the. They AFC. don't get any respect. No, they you're right. Almost they almost won the Super Bowl, and and yet everyone still shits on them. But you knew that this was going to happen, and that's okay. Wait, 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 wait. Before you interrupt, hmm. just embrace it. Yeah, because that's going to fuel the team. And that's all Joe Burrow is like, is, and, and when I say like Tom Brady, you know what I mean? I'm, I do. He, what I mean by that is 
if you, you don't give him another chip on his shoulder, don't give him bulletin board material because that 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 he's the kind of guy who will tell you to shove it by playing. He he's the kind of guy who will tell you to shove it by his play, and then he will use his words afterwards, as opposed to Baker who will use his words first and then not show his performance. Yep, or have it back it up. Um. um also, so Bengals just embrace free- it, buddy. Embrace I will. it because hey, 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 my team had my San Antonio Spurs have five championships. Tim Duncan yeah. has five championships and two MVPs and he and gets a gold no medal. respect. And he and guess what? Kobe Bryant is better than he is according to the world. Okay, which is not accurate. And he does not get and and that's and Kobe Bryant is is, is amazing. But if I'm building a team, I'm building it around Tim Duncan before I build it around Kobe Bryant. Yeah. For diff, but but also because of the styles, and I just like a certain style. Um, also, the Bengals re signed BJ Hill, which was huge. That's a good because one. that dude was an animal, yes, is an animal, and he's still so young. You know, we got, real, you, know, I, I know we got you know how we got him. No, you know we got him, right? No, I don't. I'm asking, he did, he played for he, he was he was a New York Giant, okay. so we tra- so they traded him to us. You know who we traded. Billy Price. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Well, that's a good trade. Yeah, it worked out for us. That's it. I was going to say it worked out for you guys great. So uh, are we done with Bengals or is there more that you – a little anything anything important that you have to say about the Bengals? Um, signing mental health advocate Hayden Hurst was awesome. Okay, good. Now is that is that everything? That means I want to I talk hear, about I hear, I hear, I hear we're getting Micah Parsons. Oh, well, I mean, I hear we're only getting nothing back. They released him. They're they're trying to make cap space for Jerry Jones is trying to bring back um, Quincy Carter. Yeah, that should work well. Bring him out of retirement and he's going to have Skip Bayless be their running back. Or not the running back. He'll have him be wide receiver opposite opposite, uh, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I can't wait for that. No, so... Here's something that I've wanted to talk about that that I feel like in all the conversations that I've had about this, and just because we keep folk, it's hard not to focus on one side. But we haven't talked about how good the Raiders have had, some of the good decisions they've made. Uh, they're my team. They're my horse to win the to win the West. I th- I like I really like the moves that they've done. I really do. I uh, look. And, and you know what? I know that you're feeling pain and you should feel pain because your Packers have gotten a lot worse all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. Although, although you guys draft well, so don't worry because it is a very deep draft. Look, if I am them, I put a package together to try and go after a guy like Olave. I can't even, I don't know if I ever pronounce his name right ever. That's right. That's right. But, well, but, he'll follow us. I don't think he will. I think he will. You think he will? There are some teams that are going to be up there that already have their quarterback. Top 10 needs to go defense. All top 10 teams need to go defense. Wait. But. That just leaves 12 spots. Some of those teams do have young quarterbacks that could use a weapon. So. Didn't Jacksonville just spend a fuck ton on on weapons? Wait. Yes, you did. But you can all. Why not add another great weapon, if you can, to your to your generational talent, as they say, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to say that about it. I believe it uh, until it happens. But 
do you want to surround your generational talent with everybody? He might not be, you know, he might not be there, but, but, but imagine if he is, the point is your Packers are going to be just fine. I think, I don't think you guys are a Super Bowl team anymore. I think the Rams might, might be able to defend their championship. Well, again, we got to see what they do moving on. Although with what picks, (laughs) because they've given up the house for everything. But anyways, cheese, uh, the Raiders and I mean, what do you, how do you feel about, about, well, Devante? I mean, the only thing I'm mad about is that we got so little back because he's the best receiver in the league and only getting two draft picks back just seems like, like, were you just trying to just dump him off? Like. You could have gotten well, more. It was either that or, I mean, he wasn't going to – it doesn't sound like he was going to play. I know, but it's just a matter of you could have gotten more. You know you could have. True. Uh, but, but he wanted I out. mean, you know – hey, But no, no, but hey, but – but to, and, and, and look, the Packers did what they – he just didn't want to be there anymore. That's really what it came down to. They yeah. offered him more money. Like, they offered him a ton of money. They offered him more than more money than – more than Julio money. Yeah. You know? And I, it just – I hope I, – I think it'll work out for him. I think it will because Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. Derek Carr I, I think deep. it's I think it's great because look at the way the two of these guys have been talking about each other. Yeah. Okay? Remember how everybody was going on about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Mike Tomlin did googly eyes. These two over here are like buying – or talking about buying each other cars or, or Derek Carr is talking about buying him a car. Like they're, they're college teammates, they're friends. They live next to each other. Like, what more do you want? Like as good as great, like chemistry as Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams had maybe again, we haven't seen it yet other than in college, but maybe these two have a really good, have some really good chemistry on the field too. It's going to be interesting to see. And the other thing I like that they did is they picked up what's his name on defense. Um, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. That's, That's fucking really scary. Him and Max Crosby. It's, I know. Okay. Okay. That's terrifying. Okay. Think, think about this, dude. Think about this. The AFC West, the, two teams decided, oh, okay. This is the quarterback field that we have to face. Let's bring in guys. So, and you know who I'm talking about. The Chargers, Chargers. now have two monsters, and the Raiders now have two monsters. Yeah. And, oh and, my the, God. and the Broncos are still, Wait, still and the Broncos great are a defense. stout defense, but it, it but the, I, I feel like they're not. They, I know they're not on that level, but Bradley Chubb is still there. St- oh, oh, of course, of course. But the point is, is that I love this game of chess that the AFC West has been playing with each other. Oh, it's so good. I'm but so it, fucking glad I'm not in that division. Well, and, and you know, and the other thing I was gonna say is I think that, like I was telling Kaufman, I think the Chiefs are gonna be just fine because they're, they'll they'll draft well. They'll look. They're not gonna get another Tyree kill because you don't find a lot. They of just those. signed MVS. Yeah. I don't. But I'd rather he, he had stayed look, in Green Bay. He's a nice piece though, but. Even with Aaron Rodgers, I mean, but then again, he is, you know, he does have Patrick Mahomes now. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And then, you know, then there's the draft. Hey, with the, the look, what the Chiefs got for Tyree Kill is what the Packers should have gotten for Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because 
because that was like what six picks i think five, five or six five picks. picks yeah it was like five or six picks that, that's great that's great that's a real that's why i'm saying it's better off for the that the chiefs are better off because what are they going to be doing paying 30 million dollars to, to to tyree kill eating up all that cast space and then having holes other spots or or you're going to go and try and draft well and fill multiple spots multiple yeah. holes problems with your teams on rookie deals this is what i've been talking about with 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 the, that everybody talks about how that the, the Seahawks and the, the rookie quarterback rookie contract and let's put good let's put those you know more expensive pieces around him yeah but also why don't you have really expensive quarterbacks and just put a real bunch of really cheap young pieces around him that are also really good yeah you know I like the Bengals just happen to be young everywhere Dallas is having to learn how to build that way but the problem is they're just not getting anything back for the pe- the, the things they're getting rid of. You know? I don't think the Dolphins are still going to be like, they signed all those pieces. I still don't think they're going to be good. Know. I don't know what the, I don't know how good they're uh, look until their offensive line is really good on the, uh, until we see that it's really good. They're still, you know, we'll see, but it, with the Dolphins, it's all going to come down to Tua. I hate, I mean, I really don't want to see that dude fail. Cause I like the guy, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see what putting all that talent around him does. And plus, you know what? Tyree Kill, it makes the Chiefs more likable, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about him, about that stuff anymore with him, so we'll move on from that. But uh, hey. how we'll bring how, it all home. Yeah, how's baseball going for you? Yeah. Think about it. How about is it that bad? Yes. What happened today? We just lost to the to the Royals at spring training. Thanks, Kaufman, for rubbing that in. He did. He says, "I know, I I know the Reds are, but what are you?" Bad. Said late to him. I know. I know. I know. All right, guys. This has been the Beards and Balls podcast. Hey, did we have another thing that we wanted to do that we totally forgot about? Talk about the tournament. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. My bracket got busted. And I don't really care. Make, I forgot to make a bracket. So I have no stakes in this whatsoever. I fell asleep. Really? What? Really? You fell asleep? No. Good for you. Good for you. Anyways, guys, this has been the Beards and Balls podcast. You can now follow us where, Cheeseman? Beards underscore balls underscore pod on Instagram. On Instagram, and if you want to, well, we'll you'll be able to follow us all from there at some point. You can follow me because I think I forgot to do this early in the episode because you just launched us in in a weird way, as always. Well, you can find me at born to run underscore nineteen. Cheeseman, where can they find you? Only at OG Cheeseman on Instagram. Where can they find Kaufman? And their hearts and souls. At CW Cough. At CW Cough. Where can they find Ulysses? We underscore show underscore. Yeah, and Daryl, if I'm correct, because I always forget it, it's 3JD1, 31JD. That was 3D1J. 3D1J. There you go. At 3D1J. So make sure you follow all of us, talk to us. If you didn't like our take on sports or if you have any other weird sports memories based off of our tangents or anything to say based off of those, 
let us know. We want to know or if you that. just want to talk about how great Blazing Saddles is, come on the show. 